0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This AceCast download is brought to you by LinkSoul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com. And by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com.
2: The A's baseball is just around the corner.
1: The pitch to Ramon is
2: drilled to left center, way back. How far will it fly as the A's take the lead?
3: Lariano drills one up into the seats in left center. The high set, the lay kick, the pitch. Fastball strike three called high octane at
2: 95 it's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's total access pregame show presented by Chevron follow the A's 24 7 on A's cast your home for non-stop A's baseball A's total access with Chris Townsend starts now
1: well the A's snapped the losing the losing streak yesterday with a 7 to 2 victory and they're hopefully gonna make it two in a row tonight against the Atlanta Braves game 2 uh, the three-game set between the Athletics and the Braves. Ken Korak, the voice of the Oakland Athletics, joins us here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. And a lot of good yesterday came in the win. Of course, Ryan Nota, the big three-run shot. But I think great to have Blackburn back. Urcic getting his career first career victory, three innings out of the bullpen. Uh, pitching was a story yesterday, Ken.
4: It was, and what a moment for Ursa, considering all he's been through in his life off the field, Chris, and then, you know, good prospect as an infielder with the Braves, That did, or with the uh, Brewers, that didn't work out, and now he's a pitcher, he's a kid from the South Bay, and he was lights out for three innings. So, uh, Chris, I read where he, he had about 40 people on his pass list last night. So what a moment for him.
1: And also for Paul Blackburn, talk about the stability he brings back to this club and to the starting staff.
4: Well, I think one of the things, too, and we're going to talk to Scott Emerson on the pregame show, the fact that one of the things the A's, with young pitchers, it's been tough for them to keep innings from escalating, Chris. You've seen a lot of big numbers in innings against the A's. He kept the damage down in the first inning, moved the ball around. He, he He's always shown that you can be very effective with a fastball that really doesn't get you know, when he fastered like 91 miles an hour. So I thought when he came out of the game and really gave the club a boost, and, and I think that um, just his presence out there, Chris, I think was a big factor in the A's winning the game last night.
1: And you look at J.P. Sears going today at 3.25 ERA and five starts in May. So a lot of young guys have struggled. What are your thoughts on how J.P. Sears has performed this month?
4: Well, yeah, just to amplify the point you just made, Tony, in five starts in May, he's really had one start where he scuffled. That was against the Yankees in New York when he allowed five runs. Every other start, he's been good. So, And you and I have talked about this several times this year. He's been the A's best starter. So I think he right now he gives them the best chance to win. Now that might change with Blackburn back and... Uh, it's very interesting looking at the rotation, too, by the way, uh, parenthetically, Chris, because Hogan Harris is going to make a start for the A's on Friday against the Marlins, and it looks like, for now, anyway, that Ken Waldachuk has gone to the bullpen.
1: Let's just say it's a fluid situation.
4: It is fluid, yes. That's <laughs> that's aptly, it's aptly put, yes.
1: I mean, you never know what is going to happen with openers and everything. We just got to be ready that it can be different every single day you have a good call and we'll talk to you after the game okay buddy well we've been looking forward to this for a while ryan Noda. we loved him in spring training love love what we've seen the first third of the season had him on the show earlier today a's cast live we're going to replay it for you next right here on a's total access brought to you by chevron
0: like sports business is about winning
5: Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no
6: interruptions was a pipe dream.
0: You sound like my grandpa.
6: Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary.
7: This is A's
0: Total Access.
1: Sometimes you just got to be in the right situation at the right time. And Ryan Noda, well, that situation is right now with the Oakland Athletics. It's a great fit. Here he is earlier today on A's Cast Live.
8: It's been nice. You know, um, a lot of people in this game – when I've been in the minors, you know, just needed that chance with another team. And, you know, I was fortunate enough um, to get my name called in the Rule 5 draft and, you know, to be here and to be with this great group of guys and staff and, you know, media and everything, you know. Um, and everyone's made it pretty easy for me to be comfortable. And, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of guys pulling for each other, you know, sticking, you know, always having the same goal. We, we always want to win every day. And uh, that's my main goal every time I'm playing any sport any game no matter what (laughs) so uh you can ask my family coming out no matter what to win (laughs) yeah definitely 100 percent um so you know it's it's definitely been it's been great you know i couldn't ask for something you know better um get an opportunity it's all i ever wanted and uh you know hopefully i can keep taking strides and you know just every day get one percent better and just continue to grow man Talking about opportunity, you have
1: shown just not the A's. I guarantee, my friend, you've shown 29 of the teams that you can play. I talk a lot about it in the postgame show of, of how you've shown yourself defensively, Uh, we knew everything in front of you, you were going to vacuum up. I've been so impressed with the way that you're able to go back on fly balls to where you've gotten all the way down to the other team's bullpen. I haven't seen anybody do that since Matt Olson did that, and not a lot of people before Matt Olson did that. So you've shown your athletic ability. You've shown your ability to run. The patience has been so huge for you at the plate, but lately it seems like you've been a little bit more aggressive. Is that just you getting a little more comfortable?
8: uh it's a mix of both you know uh i think people you know started just trying to get ahead and uh so once i started learning that i was like all right now it's time to be aggressive until they don't anymore so i'm just going off of what people you know throw me and how they're pitching our team and um just kind of building off that and if they give me a strike early i'm gonna swing you know um and lately it's been working out pretty well um I'm just going to keep sticking to my approach, and uh, I'm patient but also aggressive when I need to be. So as long as I can keep doing that and, you know, keep getting on base, keep trying to produce for the team, and uh, I think more wins will come with that.
1: You've kind of lured them in then, what you're saying. it's like (laughs) You're getting a lot of 2-0 counts. Now they don't want to be 2-0 count. If they they want to sneak one early, it's time to ambush.
8: Yeah, so it's just being aggressive, right? I go up there to hit you know i'm here to hit but if they don't throw me a strike then i'll just take my base you know a walks just like a single so for me the amount of walks i have i just basically call them singles so i'm <laughs> i think what right now we're at about i don't even know but um i'm just trying you, to get what do you want to know i can tell you <laughs> no nah, i don't really want to know anything at this point but you're on base uh, <laughs> is really good let's just say that and i just you know i'm just trying to you know, get on base for the guys behind me. You know, well, how
1: about patience? Because to me, you see about five, you see about five pitches per at bat. And you know, speaking of on base, your on base is absolutely fantastic. Um, but the thing is, with Ruiz, who's now becoming a hit stealing bases. Oh yeah, how important is it for you when you are going up hitting in the two hole, knowing that you got to take some pitches? If he's he's out on first, you got to let him do what he's going to do.
8: Oh yeah, and I love it. You know, I would rather hit with him on second or third than on first. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes my job a lot easier, especially with no outs. If he's on second, I just got to hit something on the right side, get him over to third for the big big dogs behind me. So makes it a lot easier, makes it a little bit more comfortable when he's, you know, running the bases like a wild man like he does. And uh, I love it. I'll take a pitch down the middle. I have before, and I'll do it again. As long as he can get that bag and, you know, get in scoring position for us to have a chance to, especially in the first inning, you know, to get, you know, a lead. Um, it's huge, you know. Uh, get our pitchers, you know, some runs early is is big time. Relaxes them. Doesn't ha- force them to have too many pressure pitches. And, uh, you know, I think uh, him hitting in front of me is awesome. I love it.
1: Yeah, he immediately is in scoring position for you. <laughs>
8: yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want that as a hitter? Exactly. So, and I played against him a lot throughout the minor leagues, and I've always said, like, man, I want this guy on my team. Yeah. And now uh, we always joke around, I'm like, I'm like, Ruiz, we're finally on the same team, and I love it. He goes, me too. <laughs> so it, it's been nice, you know, and we're building a lot of chemistry together, and which is good, um, and he knows that if he gets a good jump, I'm, I'm going to let him take it. So it's it, it it's going to be a, a fun one-two punch hopefully here. I agree. What a one-two punch that has
1: the potential to be. To hear the entire interview, you go to athletics.com slash cast or you can watch it on the a's youtube channel she has arrived she is here jessica kleinschmidt next and her brilliance right here on a's total access brought to you by chevron
0: like sports business is about winning championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win and that's why there's ubo business services
2: A's cast is your destination for non-stop A's baseball. The fish is Seth
4: Brown now, and he drills one to right, way back, and no doubt, and that quickly, the A's have taken the lead, second deck.
2: This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
1: Updates, Hi. nothing but updates. Hello, J.K., what do you got?
5: Um, hopefully enough to be brilliant. Um, but you no, know, it was a, it was a really good vibe in the clubhouse. And I, I think this morning it, we were still reeling off of that. I guess it went into this afternoon, but congratulations, of course, to Lucas Ursag on his first major league win. And I had almost forgotten what it was like to win a game, not just from the clubhouse perspective. We had celebration by cool in the gang playing. I wasn't sure if the people in the control room were like, where's that button? Where do I push that? So that was really exciting. But there are also some more good news. Uh, we, And if you saw, I'm sure you did. Kirby Snead and Freddie Tarnock were throwing to live batters earlier. From my eye, I'm not a scout by any means, but Kirby looked really, really solid. Um, And I talked to him briefly, and he was feeling good. They're probably going to do another outing against uh, live batters again and then send them out on a rehab assignment but today i'm personally excited for this pitching matchup i know you know for a fact i'm a big jp sears guy big fan over here and a multitude of reasons
1: i've known for a long time that you're a jp sears guy
5: (laughs) Uh, yes i (laughs) have known that (laughs) big jp i think everybody
1: i mean i think everybody at the ballpark knows you've been a big jp sears (laughs) guy for years
5: so hoping to continue (laughs) his success especially at home and I want to pick his brain. I don't I don't want to be lazy about, oh, you're just good at home because of the home field advantage. I want to know what about the Coliseum makes him good because he's got a 2.86 ERA here in 22 innings in Oakland. And he's also not walking a lot of people. But going up on the other side is another exciting matchup for the Braves when they have Br- uh, Bryce Elder on the mound. You know, he's never faced Oakland, but he did have some exposure to J.J. Blade. One one out. Of, I think he maybe six at bats against him, and I feel like Bladé is going to be a tough, you know, bat to go up against. Does have the lowest ERA in the National League, the third lowest in the league with the 2-1 ERA. Um, I think he's behind Shane McClanahan and my underdog AL Cy Young Award winner, Mr. Sonny Gray. Those those three guys are leading the league in ERA, but. You're talking about how are the A's going to continue winning. And it sounds silly, but when it comes to Elder, he is a ground ball pitcher, which is just like Sonny Gray, same situation. So what they need to do is make sure that they're avoiding the infield at all costs, hitting into the gaps. Maybe Noda continues his situation. I know Rooker's not in the starting lineup, but he is available off the bench. They were kind of looking at it from a, a pitching matchup perspective. But he did well yesterday. He was showing discipline at the plate when he needed to be, and hopefully that continues today. But let's just hope for another win because that was really fun for me yesterday. Isn't it nice? It's so nice. It's like fun. It is so much fun.
1: And I I forgot we did an interview after the game with a player.
5: Yeah, you you get used (laughs) to a certain thing. I totally get it.
1: Negative phone calls.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it.
1: You know what? See, it puts a smile on your face. it's just winning
5: so smiley right now.
1: Winning makes everything better. I agree. You have a good day. You as well. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Vince Catronio next with the community spotlight right here on A's Total Access
3: your building needs. Ashby Lumber. you're listening to the age total access show tomorrow concludes als awareness month and in our community spotlight three determined women dr sharon hester lee chief research officer for the muscular dystrophy association glennis murray developmental manager for the als therapy institute and audra hines vice president of care services with als golden west chapter join our discussion ALS regularly affects more than 30,000 people per year in the U.S. and more than half a million worldwide. Dr. Hester Lee gives us the clear facts about the many aspects of ALS.
6: ALS is a neurodegenerative disease, so it usually strikes later in life, um, usually, you know, 60s, 70s. It It can occur earlier, but it's usually a later onset disease. And what people typically notice first is some kind of muscle weakness. They may have some tremors as well and muscle weakness that gradually gets worse. And eventually um, they will receive a diagnosis of ALS. Um, And it's caused when the big uh, nerve cells that control your muscles start to die. So you gradually lose um, the ability to control your voluntary movements. But it also eventually affects breathing and swallowing. And so it's, it's a really tough disease. Um, the most of the cases are what we call sporadic. That means that there may be no family history. and it seems to sort of come out of the blue, and we truly don't know what causes the sporadic cases, although we suspect it's some interplay between some kind of environmental exposure. It may be something in your genetic background, but it's not a sort of smoking gun. But then a small percentage of cases are familiar. so they are inherited and we under, we're learning a lot about the disease based on those familial kinds of it. Some
3: outliers include MLB Network's Sarah Langs and the late Pete Frates, a Boston College baseball player whose story inspired the Ice Bucket Challenge. Glennis Murray understands how that helped, but now with June 2nd, consider Lou Gehrig Day in Major League Baseball, that platform provides even more awareness.
9: I think at that point, people did it because it was something fun to do. And they knew eh, there was something to do with ALS, but that was kind of about it. I think once we started getting Lou Gehrig's Day for June second, it's starting to bring it to the forefront, and that's huge for this disease because this disease is not incurable. It's just very underfunded, and so bringing it to the to the forefront and making sure that people understand that you might not know what ALS is right now until you meet it personally, and then you, you know it, unfortunately, to the point of you know devastation. So. Bringing Lou Gehrig's day to the masses is just huge for us.
3: Audra follows up Glennis's comments on the importance of the special day and how the ALS community can unite under the umbrella of our sport.
10: As part of the Golden West chapter of the ALS Association, I think we have so many families who are big baseball fans, right? And this has really meant something to them. Um, both personally and you know, now having an opportunity to participate in events like this once the disease has touched them so personally, either for themselves or somebody in their family. Um, it also raises awareness um, for us as an organization so that people understand what we do, In terms of care services advocacy and research on behalf of people living with ALS and their families um, they know how to find us they know what we offer um, by participating in outreach events like this just to learn more about the disease and what we do.
3: ALS takes a terrible toll on those who are diagnosed with the disease and their family as well. Audra explains the importance of support for more than just the victims of ALS.
10: It's not just about serving the person with ALS. It's everybody in their family too, and I think it's supporting family members as caregivers. We certainly see um, family members of all ages becoming caregivers for the person with ALS, whether they're a a teenager or a parent of a person with ALS. We really see that span, and we want to be there to provide training and support for the caregivers too, while also providing information and resources and referrals to ALS specialists so that we know they're seeing uh, one of the best uh, multidisciplinary care teams that they can to exactly as you just said, Vince, uh, to provide the best quality of life possible uh, while the person and the family are all navigating the challenges of the disease.
3: There is so much more discussed in our conversation about ALS, including where you can get information to volunteer and donate. Go to athletics.com slash acecast to listen to it in its entirety.
7: the power of their data wasabi another boston-based championship team
3: we are right in the middle of major season on the pga tour hey those guys are good but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at cinnabar hills golf club just a short drive south of fast-paced silicon valley the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com.
7: If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress, Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. Dot com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Hey, A's fans.
3: 3-2. Swing and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts. An ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn.
2: AceCast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
1: Time for the stat of the day, brought to you by Cal State East Bay. On this date in 1982, Cal Ripken, the streak, 2,632 consecutive games played. It began. How about that? Well, right now, most consecutive games played, the active leaders are... Matt Olson, who's here tonight, former Athletic, he has played in 350 straight games. Behind him is another former Athletic, Marcus Simeon. Now think about Matt Olson; he's played in 350 consecutive games. If he plays every single game from here on to the middle of 2036, he could catch Cal Ripken. 2036—that's how amazing. Cal Ripken's streak is, and also for Matt Olson playing 350, that's pretty legit, too. Coming up next, the pitching coach of your athletics, Scott Emerson, sits down with the voice of your A's, Ken Korak, right here on A's Total Access. You're listening to A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
0: is A's total access.
4: A's baseball on a Tuesday night, game two of the series, the A's and the Braves after the A's opened the series with a nice win on Memorial Day yesterday. And Scott Emerson, the A's pitching coach, is with us. And let's start with Paul Blackburn, how much it meant to him and to the ball club to see him come off the aisle last night and pitch that well.
11: Yeah, it was great to have Paul Black uh, back. You know, he, he uh, he's an anchor of our staff. You know, he's the guy that uh, we expected to, to lead this group of guys. and. You know, we hadn't seen him since April 6th when he went on his rehab assignment, so not only is it good to have him back in the dugout, but it's great to have him back out on the mound.
4: You know, the other thing, too, would be is it more of a veteran-type pitcher, to set a good example... I thought the way he kept the damage down in the first inning that that was big.
11: Yeah, you know, anytime you can do that, you know, the the first inning in general is always the toughest inning for a starting pitcher. And, and it, you know, he went out there, you know, he gave up the run, and then, you know, he went three scoreless after that. But, you know, Paul Paul's, you know, got enough experience and enough uh, savvy and knowledge to navigate the lineup and know what he's got to do. And uh, he stuck to the game plan really well, I thought, last night. Changed speeds, got some cutters up and into the lefties. Got some uh, balls away, down and away to the righties when he needed to. Used that curveball, and uh, I thought he was really good.
4: Against a very tough lineup.
11: Yeah, you know, the, you know, any time uh, you got Matt Olson and Sean Murphy in that lineup, right? Uh, no, no, they got a really good team. And, uh, you know, Paul was an all-star for a reason last year because he – keeps taking steps forward. So, you know, we got to, uh, you know, just manage the workload, you know, realize that, you know, that's only the fourth game really back from the hiatus he had. And uh, we were keeping the pitch count, you know, between 85 and 90. And at 81 after four, that was good enough. But you he know, did a great job.
4: And then Lucas Erseg comes on, gives you three perfect innings. And gets his first major league win. What a moment for him.
11: Oh, how awesome was that you know to, to watch him uh, you know I think our front office uh, went out and identified a guy with a good delivery with good stuff and uh, you know sometimes it just clicks at the major league level at the right time or or you're, you're changing sequences a little bit or you're doing something a little different you know and, and trusting yourself and that's what he d- did uh, last night and you know, a credit to Shea, our, our catcher, for bringing him through those three innings and mixing up his pitches. You know, he's not just a, a hard thrower. You know, he's got a really good sinker. He's got a really good changeup and a really good breaking ball. And, uh, you know, it's just experience getting out there. He's going to have ups and downs. I mean, the guy's a converted position player playing the infield his whole life, and over the last couple of years now he's pitching, and all of a sudden he's in the major leagues, you know. <laughs> so, uh You know, I I think it, it was, you know, it was a lot of fun for me to watch that guy go out and compete last night.
4: Did you get a sense of what it meant to him after the game and traditional celebration in the clubhouse and all that goes on with that?
11: Yeah, and being a guy from the Bay Area, too, and uh, the people that have come out and supported him has been awesome. And just seeing him recognize his, you know, the other day his uh, travel ball team was here uh, that he grew up playing on. And I just thought it was just awesome for him. You know, when I said, hey, you got anything left in the tank? And he was like, heck, yeah, I'm going back out for a third inning. Let's go. And, you uh, know, we, uh, we went with it, and uh, he did a great job.
4: But it really shows you can go three out of the bullpen if you keep your pitch count down.
11: Yeah. You know, you're throwing strikes, you mix it, you're unpredictable. If hitting's timing, pitching is disruption of timing. And...
4: I've never heard that before. Yeah,
11: exactly. And that's exactly what he did last night. I mean, when you're in the dugout and you're. You know, you, you you want to just make sure that a guy like him doesn't get, well, he's just a hard thrower and that's all he's going to do. This guy went out and pitched last night and he changed speeds and and that changeup was an equalizer to help out his other pitches. And I thought he did a, a, an amazing job.
4: So, Emo, before the ball game today, uh, the lefty Kirby Sneed, the right-hander Freddie Tarnock, former Atlanta Brave, did some throwing on the field live BP. Uh, they've been on the IL all year. How did that go for those two guys?
11: Oh, it went great. Just to see them uh, making progress uh, Elliot our trainer, who stays back with them, has done a great job getting them in shape and, and getting their arm ready to go. And, and just watching their bullpens recently and, and throwing BP today was a lot of fun for them and get them out there and, and uh, you know, check all the boxes tomorrow, see how they're feeling, and we'll take the next step uh, tomorrow.
4: What did you think of uh, Freddie Tarnock during the spring and the time you saw him, Emo? I was impressed with the kid.
11: Yeah, strong right-hander, big, tall, athletic guy you know, four-pitch mix, elevates the fastball, great top-to-bottom breaking ball, developing slider, and a really good change. You know, some of the things that he talked about last year was about losing his curveball, and, you know, when you're out there and you don't have that confidence in that second pitch that's been your second pitch for a long time, you know, you go out there and and feel different. But, uh, you know, to get that curveball back, I think is going to be a really good plus for him, and uh, at some point in time, he's going to help out this organization. Uh,
4: Should we send this back to Towney?
11: Send it back to Chris Townsend in A's cast.
1: Ah, Scott Emerson's the best. Are you kidding me? Love having him on every single week with Ken Korak. Coming up next, it's A's baseball. Trying to win two in a row, beating the Bravos two straight. J.P. Sears on the mound. Let's get it going. A's and Braves next, and I'll talk to you after the ball game.
7: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.